Hey, what's up? Hello. <laughs> How are you guys doing today?、Mm, I am feeling amazing. I'm so happy to be here. I'm really excited actually to be here. I've been thinking about、okay. you guys all day long. I've heard a lot about you, so I'm excited. You're our second guest ever. On this brand new podcast, and I feel like we—we are so excited. This is the way to kick it off. Who is this person, guys? So, well, let me tell you. She—I can call her a friend. Her name is Fontana. She is based in Sweden, but she's a Brazilian.、Um, she is a huge fan of Britney Spears.、Um, she was featured on the Billboard, guys. This is very important, okay? She has. Are you ready for this? More than twenty million views on TikTok.、Ooh. She's super talented, and also she's one of the finalists of Sweden's Got Talent. So this is for you guys, Fontana. Oh my God! Thank you so much. You're so nice. <laughs> When you talk like this, it sounds so important. But oh my God! No, you are. I'm, I'm you just are important. I'm just myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> But thank you. It means a lot to me. People gravitate towards authentic people, and you're very authentic. <laughs> oh,、She、thank you, Timothy. Means a lot to me. Really means really so much to me. I'm very happy to be here. As you said, I'm in Sweden now, and you guys are in America. How crazy isn't this? We are so far,、uh, but very close at the same time. And we appreciate that too because you are six hours, like difference. It's huge. Like I, re- I really appreciate it. You're instead, you know, sleeping. You're actually having the time to talk to us today. It's nine p.m. Come on, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, like, even during COVID season, people have to really go out of their ways somewhat to connect. So no matter where you are in the world, we're kind of always on our phones. So right, like we're taking the time to connect. The three of us to listen to this and give this to you, you know whoever is listening in.、Um, but thank you so much for taking the time to do it. Oh, thank you very much. By the way, so just you, your、what? your two songs. Well, one I've been listening to Body today. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my、really? god! Body is a fucking body.、Yes. Oh my gosh! Oh my god! Makes me so happy to hear these. Thank you. I want to do like a very like sexual <laughs> kind of dance to it. Please do that. I'll make sure I repost it everywhere. I love seeing those videos. And if you guys are listening to this podcast, please make make a video dancing to Body or be a star of or any of my songs. I love watching it. It, make, it makes me so happy because all of my songs I wrote them with amazing people. So all of them are a piece of me, and they have so much Britney in all of them.、Ooh. Like when I hit the studio to record. The, the producers always says, "Okay, Britney, calm down." <laughs> I literally like I listen to Britney so much. When I every note I hit, there's always like the the you know the Britney yeah you the、yeah. you know the thing the moan Britney vibes. So I always、yeah. have like to re- remind myself of who Fontana is. Otherwise, it was just a Britney all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it could be hard for an artist, I guess. Just so you, you guys know, not just because she's my friend, but guys. Bodies, her latest single. It's on all the platforms. You can stream to Spotify, YouTube, Apple, the music videos, Apple music, everything. Make sure you guys go and check it out because she looks hot. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you.、It、means a lot to me. Really, honestly, like because of COVID, we didn't have the chance to play the song on、mm-hmm. on parties or going around on tour. I made the song with my baby Pietro. He's a Brazilian pop star, so I got. He's the, a hottie. He's super hot, right? Oh my god, can, baby! Can I ask you a question? Yes. Did you guys hook up? 
well, well. Spill the tea, sis. I think I did it again. <laughs> he is so hot. I start following him right after I saw the video. He's oh amazing. I love God. him. Um, yeah, stay tuned. We, you're gonna oh. hear. Yeah, you're gonna hear more of us maybe in the future in different I love projects. That. Timothy, I when I wrote that song, I was the only person in the room that knew that Tyra Banks had a song called "Be a Star." In throughout Be a Star's history, you are the first one that brought it up because nobody <laughs> remembers about Tyra's song. You are the first one. How because could I when forget? I that, oh my! It was so iconic, right? But by the way, my version was my own version of being a star because for me, coming from Brazil and having my experiences growing up on. Uh, a very uh, on a how can I say this um, on a family without so much structures when it comes to financial mm -hmm. uh, reasons or when it comes to emotional family. ties it was very difficult so to me growing up being a, a fanboy who loved Britney Spears has always been like you know what I'm I'm a superstar you know what I mean and I want to tell people out there that they are superstars too. So when I, it was my version of that, but when I released the song, I was always thinking about Tyra. I was like, what if people think it's a copy? Because you know what I mean? Her, she's huge and uh, America's uh, next uh, top model has been all over the world. Uh -huh. But you were the mm -hmm. very first one to, to actually talk about <laughs> it. So I well, really- I like both versions and both are very individualistic. So it's good to know that Be A no. Star is inspired by being a slut in Tyra and exactly. Britney and exactly. all the above. Yeah, and also like Timothy was talking to me before. Um, oh my God, you know the song about it? Like Tyra Banks did it. It's called "Be a Star." Yeah, I should never heard. I heard yours. It's a bop. Yeah, that's all that. That's all you need yes. to know. Uh, right, and it is. It's, if you've seen the music video, actually, I have Ray Britney on my wall, on the music video You're in kidding. my Britney altar. Uh, it's kind of hard to find it because of the lights and everything, but there's like We Trust in Godney and there is the hashtag Free Britney. And I filmed that music video like two years ago oh. when Free Britney was actually not uh, a thing on social media. Trend, it was not training on TikTok at all, but in me, it has always been, you know what I mean? It has always been inside me and people thought I was crazy because I was constantly talking about it on my stories on Instagram or on Twitter. And then I, when I put that on, uh, on, on my music video, people are like, are you sure that that's the right thing to say? If that's the right statement? And I was like, beyond anything. I mean, Britney deserves to be free. That's a human right thing. It's not like about being right or wrong. It's about sure. being wow. human. You were on the right and side it, of history before anyone else was on this trend. Right, but I mean, yeah. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm better than anyone else, oh, no, but it was no, just no. like, of course, it, not. of course not, it has always been present in me, you know what I mean, because it's it's something so important to her and to us, the ones that love Britney and the, have followed her for so many years, but most people don't understand, they're getting to understand more and more now because media has been talking about it in most of the times in a very interesting way, but you mm -hmm. know, every time I had the, uh, the chance to talk about it. I always do that, you know, when Britney announced like Piece of Meat in the European um, tour of the uh, European part of the tour, when it came to Sweden, like the biggest morning show called Me in the Morning. So I was live on television in the more like 8 a.m. telling the whole Swedish population my expectations about the concert. So that's how much Britney is present in my career. Wow. Because everything I do, I, there is so much Britney all over it all the time. 
And that's how I we started talking and became friends because that I, I don't remember exactly, but I think it was through some piece of me video and I think we kind of liked the picture of each other and we started talking ever since. Like, it's crazy how no matter where you are in the world, you could always connect on social media somehow. The same way I met you, I met Timothy too. <laughs> through the social media. Yes, piece of me And people I met on Britney's concerts, they are my friends like forever you know what i mean I, we haven't met in concerts but we have of course met through britney spears but everyone i met like on the concerts i i still talk to them you know what i mean we have this connection we have this crazy thing that britney's uh, songs are very present in our lives and we i mean there's this magic in her songs that really touches us and make us closer to each other like no matter what because you know you're sure. in america i mean sweden and we have this thing and yeah. we'll always have because their songs will always be here for us well we've yeah. we've been on the phone what for 10 minutes now and i've already feel like i'm your friend you know oh, what i mean yeah. i already feel like you're i feel, oh, your, energy, I feel your heart so yeah Thank no I, I i'm just stoked to be i love here. that so correct me if i'm wrong Fon fontana or fontana do you baby Whatever you want. As is the accent? As long as you call me, I'm very happy. <laughs> Fontana. Who who are you, Fontana? For people that haven't uh, they haven't met you yet, who are you? Oh my God. Well, Fontana is a drag queen. Um, I am born in Brazil, but based in Sweden, as you said. And I've been ooh, on television ooh. here. I've been doing Swedish Idol. I won one of the spin-off categories in 2015. And wow. then I came back to television. I did Sweden's Got Talent. Both times I wasn't in drag. So it just really, um, drag has been around for like one year and a half in my career. But here... That's crazy because you look like you're doing this for like so many years. Really? Already. Thank you. Are yeah. you calling me old? Damn. No! <laughs> I'm calling you... I'm, I'm calling you like perfect. Like your drag is perfect. Your a hair, true professional. Your makeup... Yeah. Because right. I, I think sometimes when you see like people newer to drag, sometimes you could tell like their hair is off or their makeup is off yeah. or, you know, I feel like you're, you you're have the, the whole package, package right? <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. That means a lot to me. I mean, I've been learning a lot. I mean, in Sweden, um, here I have been like on tour in Europe last year. We took seven countries on my tour in Europe. So it was really, really cool. I opened for my favorite Spice Girl, Melanie C last year during Stockholm Pride. That, wow, that's big. That was super cool. And she was the Swedish. She was like, oh my God, you need to come to London. We have to perform together. I was like, oh my God. She's With like, her accent. I love the know. accent that you did. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, darling. She was, she was, I mean, she was so fit and she, so nice. Like backstage, they were like, no one is allowed to talk to Mel C. And she was like around talking to everyone. <laughs> But back to Fontana very quick. Um, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on Instagram. I'm Fontana on TikTok and Twitter. Um, it's Fontana. And there I show my music. I show you guys my makeup looks. I'm always taking pictures. And, you know, there's a lot of braiding myself. So I hope you guys like it. And the origin of my name, we were just saying, like, if it's Fontana or Fontana. Um, it's from my grandfather. He was Italian. And that's in Italy, they say Fontana. Mm -hmm. and, and in Brazil, you say Fontana. In, in English, right. it's Fontana. So I always tell people, it doesn't matter how you call me. As long as you call me, I'll be super happy. And I understand my name in all languages. So that's fine. Just call me and I'll be there. Uh, well, actually, hit me instead of call me. Yeah, so we're, we're, this yeah. is what today's oh topic is going to be about. It's called Hit Me Baby One More Time. And I love it. Yeah, exactly. so yeah, hit me up. 
<laughs> so we're so we decided we're obviously as originally mentioned in our first podcast, we're gonna try to do a, a mixture of a fun Britney Spears podcast and why we love Britney Spears throughout the years and throughout her career. And then on top of that, every once in a while, we're going to sprinkle in free Britney along those lines to make sure um, they kind of go hand in hand. We just want to make sure that we're, as Britney Spears fans, we have to stay active, especially current Britney Spears fans. We have to stay active and not just remember the nostalgia of it all. So we're just trying to do a good little mixture of both, but it is fun, especially for our mental health. And now that we're, you know, in quarantine, it's just a good time to... Just remember Britney Spears and the Britney Spears we grew up with. So we're going to introduce the singles collection. Welcome to the Britney Spears collection. Are you ready? That's my Um, we're going to go through the singles regardless of whether there's a music video accompanying to that single or not. We're going to just kind of dissect it, try to get any fun facts, you know, release dates, and just share our fun opinions on it. And as mentioned, please stay engaged with with us because we love the feedback that's going to want us to continue on doing this. And, um, yeah. so We're very happy that so far we're getting a lot of support of the fans. We're still a little small community, but we hopefully that we can grow that with you guys and still following us on instagram now we are available in apple Podcasts, spotify literally everywhere so please make sure you still give us support and yes let's get into it so baby one more time let's talk about it the one the only this is how britney spears was mainly introduced to the world i'm so excited you know it's just um i was just looking for all this information, obviously, I don't know on the top of my head, but Fontana lives in Stockholm, and in Stockholm was actually where Baby One More Time was Crazy. recorded. She right? was here, baby. She was here. She was oh right here. God. And actually, one of the very first producers I've worked with on my record label, he worked with her back then. Oh, you're kidding? Yes. And I'm not <laughs> kidding. I swear. And I went to the studio where she recorded. Oops, I did again. Not Baby One More Time, and they still have the like the pictures on the wall. And actually, when oh. I met him, I was like, how was it working with her? And she was like, she was so sweet and she loves sushi. She just wanted to eat sushi all the time. That's what he told oh me. Oh, my God. She's our girl. Not much has changed since then. No. Right? She used to go a lot to samba. What's it called? Sushi samba in yeah. Vegas. In like, Vegas. Yeah, she was always talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, right. the album was made here. Max Martin was his, like one of his biggest um, kicks in the music industry. And he has changed and shaped the whole music industry in the world. And he's the biggest music producer in the world because if there is a reason why, it's because Britney Spears uh, was there. I mean, they collaborated on on that album and it has become this huge thing that everyone listens to and talks about in this tiny little country that is Sweden, with all respect for all of my Swedish people listening to us. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, they are in America. I'm from Brazil. So, I mean, we're from much uh, bigger countries, but in Sweden, it's like it's, it's a smaller country. It's like a 10 million a people population and when you think about it how much talent they have here it's crazy yes. because beyond Britney's uh, career there is a lot of songs that were recorded here if you search the producers of glory for example her latest album you're gonna see a lot of swedish last names because you know the source it, it seems to be there is a lot of sources in the music industry why do you when think it comes that is are they here. sent to like songwriter camps and producer camps like <laughs> like you know like how the k-pop bands are like kind of formed 
Yeah. Like, and like, is this what kind happens of. in Sweden schools? Like, you have to take songwriting and producing, or what is it? According to Katy Perry, she says that there must be something in the water because uh, I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think here because um, their system is more. Um, how can I say that? It's more. Uh, people have more access easily to education and everything. So I think people here have more time and opportunities to focus in what they want to do. Hmm. So yeah. I, I think it, it is associated to like culture, but of course, uh, the, the huge move, movement of like pop music, it's of course because of Max Martin. He is yeah. like, you know, the king of pop music and he has like his crew around him and everyone that works with him somehow gets to work with huge pop stars. And, and, and it's, it's a pop factory. It feels like all of these um, huge stars, they come to Sweden like really, you know, with a lot of creativity and they just mix with the technical uh, knowledge because Sweden has also a lot of technology when it comes to music. Mm-hmm. All these studios are very amazing to record. I mean, even like the beginners, you know what I mean? They When you visit like a beginner studio, they still have a very professional studio at home most of the times. Have you actually recorded something in the same studio that Britney recorded or one of these biggest artists? And no, there? because the room she recorded, um, if I'm not mistaken, now it's an office. So they just have it on the wall. Hmm. Um, but so, you've been to like the actual like studio, like not per se the room, but like the, the studio. Exactly, like the room where where she she okay. was in when she recorded and they have everything on the wall, which is very cool. I remember three was recorded here. You know what I mean? Like we were talking about mm. singles collection. She was here for the circus starring by Britney Spears. And she just took a break between because she was here for two days. So uh-huh. in between, she just went to the studio with Max Martin and she recorded three. I didn't, I didn't know, know that, that either. Right, right in the corner, like two blocks away from. <laughs> that, that is a crazy. That's amazing to know. It's crazy, know and actually, um, piece of me was um, actually Brittany asked Robin, that is a Swedish artist. Uh, she asked her to write a piece of me to her. I don't think she recorded it here, but the whole song was produced. The demo was written here. Everything was oh, actually wow. done here, huh. and um, Robin wrote like every single word thinking about Britney's situation back then. Britney came here to record Baby One More Time. Um, I think that that's when they actually met because Robin has been working with Max Martin for so many years. Mm-hmm. I mean, and when you listen to Piece of Me, only a person that really knows Britney can write that song. With those mm-hmm. lyrics, they are just so specific about her personal life, about it's her career. So and so uh, if you listen to the demo in Robin's voice, you can see that even the way she sings, I mean, Robin's voice has nothing to do with Britney's voice, but the way she sings, even that was architect to be Britney's song. song. So That's so cool. It is the coolest thing. Have you listened to the demo where Robin sings? I gotta reach no, it. I, I think I have, do, but I gotta reach it Please do out. that. And, and you notice, I mean, Robin's vocals are just amazing. She's so talented in so many ways, but that, that song would just work for Britney because it was made from scratch for the legendary Miss Britney Spears. Our, our and it was made in Sweden as well. That's super crazy. I feel like my generation of people, it's like, especially people around our age, don't really necessarily know the relevance to Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, like oh we... my God, please, guys, Google a little bit. Listen to her old songs like in the 90s. She is super relevant. And when it comes to pop music, she has been in so many huge songs, like in history, like behind so many huge hits hmm. that people don't really know. But please do a little research. If you were a pop music fan just do a quick research i yeah, met her I'll, once I'll, I'll, she was having an ice cream 
in the in the main street of like Stockholm's downtown and I didn't oh I didn't I really didn't want to bother her at all. I just watched Robin across the street having an ice cream in the Swedish summer. That was <laughs> That's so the funny. craziest memory ever. <laughs> Do you feel like she always walks the streets of Sweden? Here in Sweden, it's crazy because people are. Um, how can I explain? They with this Respectful. huge artist. They, it's not like they don't care, but they really don't have this starstruck situation. I mean, Rihanna has walked in the streets of Stockholm, Justin huh. Bieber. Yeah, of course, mm. when people notice them, I think it becomes a big thing. But these Swedish artists, like the big ones especially, they walk around in the, at the shopping mall and they can ha- live their lives normally. I've seen like Sara Larsson taking the subway uh, easily uh-huh. without having the struggle, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Here in Sweden, it's very different when it comes to all of those things. I, I, ju- I just wish that Britney could have the life Britney that wants she could that. just walk yeah. around Britney there. Britney would love to like, live in a place would, where she could just you know, t- live t- her t- normal Try life. to take a picture with her, yeah. Yeah, I would love that. She I'm says that. She's like, I just that wish life. that I could just go to the Grove with my girlfriends. And she's yeah. like, and she's like, well, the the guy was like, what would happen? He's like, I would need security. She's like, I can't even <laughs> like. She's like, that's impossible. Like you know, so I just, I, I Brittany wants that norm, like normalcy, I guess you could say, and yes. she will never get that, no matter where she lives in the world. But yes. I don't know. My like, this is also a side note, but like, if Brittany does become free out of this conservatorship and she does kind of disappear, I'll be sad. But I hope she goes to somewhere that she's not recognized as much. Same. I love that too. <laughs> She's been telling but, us that for many, many years. Yes, so we're going to talk about Baby One More Time, which was the very first single that Britney released. It's, I think everybody knows, even though people there are not fans of hers, they know that. But it was recorded in May 1998 on Estocolmo, as we just talked about it. Uh, it was written by Max Martin. The single was actually released on October 23rd, 1998. So... Four months after they recorded. Hmm. It sold more than 10 million copies worldwide and 2 million copies only in the U.S. Uh, it was actually number one in 26 countries, not just in the U.S. And it was her very first single, debut single, that uh, reached the number one. Do you, do you guys know that it actually took 11 weeks for Britney to reach number one with Baby One More Time? Oh I my did God. not know that. I had no idea. I did know. Yeah. I remember reading or hearing that it was like, it was the biggest jump in the charts like it kind of like one week it was like 91 or whatever and then automatically went to one or something like those lines but i didn't know it took that long yeah and just think about it you know back in the days we didn't have spotify we didn't have any of this so people literally would buy the 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 single the actual single yeah i could probably i'm wondering if that happened due like that big jump was happened because of the music video release i think so because uh, from my researches, back in the day, she sold 500,000 copies just in the first week. In oh these God. days, nowadays, if you do sell that, you go straight to number one, pretty much. Like, I mean, not really, but like 500,000 copies is a lot. I remember um, in my hoods in Brazil, in the south of Brazil, um, the, way I, the way I got to know about Baby One More Time and Britney Spears was actually on television. On the biggest TV show ever, uh, Lippi knows it, Fantastico. Uh huh. I remember they had like the premiere of the music video on that show on like on a Sunday night on the biggest TV oh. channel, and I was like I was probably five six years old, and that's when I saw it for the very first time, and I was in love because I was like, oh my god, I want to go to school tomorrow, and I want to be Britney Spears, <laughs> I want to dance 
with my <laughs> classmates and I want to perform <laughs> right in front of everyone, all the haters, because I was a tiny little gay boy who had a lot of haters growing up, especially the, <laughs> the straight uh, boys, you know what I mean? When, when I you think, think everybody can relate it to that. Right? <laughs> but yeah. when I think about it, uh, at that time, for the song to be, like for a first single um, of an artist to be on that TV show, on that TV channel in Brazil, um, it had to be like a huge thing, you know what I mean? So I remember when I saw that for the very first time, and I didn't have, I couldn't afford buying albums, I couldn't afford, um, I remember I didn't have MTV or anything. So the way yeah. to watch it were actually like expecting when they would actually air, like on television, mm -hmm. like in the free TV, you know what I mean? Not the ones like, that you actually pay for it. So it was, the struggle was really real, but I was, every time it was on television, it was like an event at my house because... That's the only way I had a source of brain experience in my life. And it was just, yeah. what, it's funny three to say minutes long? I couldn't watch it over and over, so I couldn't learn the steps the way I wanted to. That was the worst part. <laughs> That's funny, like, uh, we sh we sh I shared something similar in the first episode. Brazil was so hard to consume media. Like, even for me, like, I actually never heard or seen Baby One More Time back in the 1998s. Like, I only... Saw Britney for the first time in 2001 when she came to Rock and Rio. I wish I had memories like like you have. I just I, the very just first don't. time I saw uh, a Britney Spears concert was actually because they showed on television as well in Global, like the biggest channel. They aired the full concert in Rock and Rio. That was the very first time I actually I saw Britney mm -hmm. Spears live performing, and I was probably. And what a great performance, first off. What a great performance to have live presented to the whole country at one time. It was amazing. It was amazing. And I think it was the last show. It was. I think she was in the energy, like, this is over. And on top of that, it was the biggest audience that she was in front of. Her first time in Brazil. If I'm not mistaken, her first time in I think it's in her career. Like, all of South America, first time. And I just, I can imagine coming from United Kingdom, you know, playing arenas and then going to this outdoor venue with who knows, like 50,000 people and then it was streamed all live at one time for the whole country to watch. I, I don't think, I, I probably think Brittany, I mean, what, what was she at that time? 17 or 18? She was 19. So, but I'm sure she didn't realize like how big this was. Um, yeah. She probably thought and it was honestly, another concert. <laughs> I was I was I was very little, but I remember that everyone talked about Britney Spears in Brazil. Mm -hmm. All media talking about her. So all the magazines, all the magazines in good and bad ways. So there was always the play mm -hmm. playback situation they were they were talking about. I remember there was like a polemic situation because she showed like an American flag on stage. Yes. So yes. and that's actually a fun not a fun fact because it wasn't fun, but. If you actually see the concert on YouTube, you cannot, they, somehow they took the audio off. But when Britney come out on Lucky, she is like, she's so lucky. And then the American flag comes out on the, on the, on the screen. People start wooed her. Yeah, it was hard. Uh, I don't even think, I don't even think Britney noticed. Maybe she thought, oh, you know, they, they love me, maybe. But um, when it was live streamed, uh, aired on Global, it, you could hear it.
You could see like everybody. Boom. Yeah, and as a Britney fan now, like that was kind of controversial. Like what? Like it was just show like her patriotic for her America, and it made sense yeah, I mean, maybe for the America lag. Yes. For America, but also, she was the American dream, so it makes yes. a lot of sense for them. But in Brazil, I mean, I under, I'm I'm a Britney stan. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. I'm living for it. But people here didn't get that at all. I mean, if the no. Brazilian population don't even speak like many people don't speak English. So they don't yes. know what the song was about. There's a lot of things related about the politics back in the day that yeah. George W. Bush was, you wow, know. Wow, I didn't uh, know that. I, well, yeah, okay, yeah, obviously I knew of, there was a lot of politics yeah. going on in the year 2001, <laughs> yeah. obviously. Yeah. You know, especially yeah, after, obviously. You know, well, I'm not sure when Rock and Rio took place, but September 11th. That was in March. Okay, so that was in later March. that year, yeah. September 11th. But yeah, 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 she was definitely like painted as the American dream. I always think about Miley Cyrus singing Party in the USA too. Like, how does she sing Party <laughs> in the USA in all these countries? And like... <laughs> right? But, I love Miley. I mean, I really... I almost died when she's she was performing and she said Free Britney. Like, she had so much energy yes. and passion yeah. when she said that. I was like, I was watching live on my television when she said it. I was like, oh my God, that is real. Everything makes sense. You know what I mean? Um, and she had that song with Britney that, I mean, they never had a music video, but I love that song. I love that song. I have song. a conspiracy theory about that. I think they oh, really did have a plan to shoot a music Because Miley says, oh, I have an idea for the music video. And like, I bet you it was turned down last minute by her team. Yes. Guaranteed. I mean, yes. we, we I had the struggle too. Iggy Azalea had to make to make uh, Pretty, Pretty Girls, Girls happen. Yes. Yeah. She, yeah. I mean, she wasn't. I was. I felt so sorry for Iggy because she was announcing the single for like three years. It's coming. Mm-hmm. We're doing it. We're we're gonna do it, and it it never came out. It never came out. And when it came out, I remember that it was, um, very strange. It was very weird. And there was a performance on Billboard Music Awards that was pre-recorded in Britney's show. So it was the whole mm-hmm. thing around it. And then Iggy said said all of those things. But do you see they struggle with the people in the industry, people that are successful. They have a huge audience that want to collaborate with the princes of pop music. And they, I mean, I'm sure Britney was excited about that. Otherwise, Britney wouldn't do it, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Because Iggy said multiple times that they were friends and they were neighbors. So they were like hanging out together a lot and planning. uh, But also, you know, another thing I noticed when every time when Britney brings somebody that's not too famous, like... Like, per se, back in the day, nobody really knew who Tainashi was. Like, she was just coming out, and then they did Slumber Party together. She promoted so much with her. Yeah. You know, like, see Madonna, how many performances? They never actually did a performance of Me Against Music together. Britney Spears. Remember when Britney took Nicki Minaj into Femme Fatale Tour? Yes. (laughs) Yes. And Sabi. Just the locals would know Sabi. Who do, where is she? Oh my god! I haven't heard. <laughs> I love that song. song with a uh, Cobra Starship. Good girls go bad. Or I forgot the name of the song. But good girls go bad was was Leighton Martin. I mean the girl from it, Gossip. It oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, that played in the think of it at the moment. But uh, and anyways, I actually wanted to bring in like regarding to the musical event in Brazil, not Rock and Rio, but the, the, the music video that you saw that it had to be on the live version on a local channel in Brazil. That's the way my mother used to describe Michael Jackson in the 80s. She oh, was really? like, you had to like, it was the biggest scene thriller and the music video bad. <gasps> Both of those music videos, bad and thriller. She was like, it was 
events like on every single channel at the same time at the same night um and they would do a lot of promotion for it and everyone in their families would line up in front of the tv to watch the music video for michael jackson like live and that's what i think about like that are you yeah. wearing a Michael Jackson shirt? Is that what you're showing me? No, I'm Fantana not. I just did a strip cheese for uh. us. No, I'm sorry. It's just super hot in here. I've been doing my makeup for five hours to be here with you guys. So you it's know what I mean. Put on it's too hot. You guys are too show. hot. So next, we're going to talk about the music video. Um, so it was directed by Nigel Dick. Oh my god. <laughs> we love him. Oh my god. But we love him. He did many other um, music videos. We're Stan. <laughs> he did many other videos with Britney, including Sometimes, Crazy, and Oops. Do you guys know Oops? I'm just kidding. Oh my um, Oops was the same thing on TV and it was bigger. The original idea of the music video was supposed to be a teen cartoon like. Uh, or some other people said it was supposed to be something astrological. But Britney, she wanted to do a school theme because she, back in the day she was 16 years mm -hmm. old and she wanted to reflect, you know, her life. Like, you know, I'm just getting out of school. I want to just have fun. I want to dance. So there was a lot of correlation to her personal life. Uh, um, Felipe, before we yeah. talk about the music video, I wanted to talk about the song itself. Um, that it, I'm sure that I'm sure everyone knows, but it was actually not written for Britney and mine, obviously, and it was going to be TLC was going to record it, but um, she, I guess they passed on it because they they were afraid that it could be um, referred to domestic abuse, you know, kind of a like a hit me. She's like, I'm not going to say hit me. So the Max Martin was like, okay, that's fine, and then Simon Cowell. Which also, like, I didn't even know Simon Cow was connected to Britney oh, Spears yeah. earlier on. Um, Wasn't him that he, back in the day, he did, I think he started um, Five, the boy band Five? Something, I thought was it was called him? High Five, but something along those lines. <laughs> they were going to record a version, but they asked for Max Martin to, instead of do Hit Me Baby One More Time, they said Call Me. So that, that was the reference, like, that always. Like, Hit Me, it meant, like, Hit Me Up, or, like... Yeah, hit yeah, me up. That was one of the things that got very controversial because how they could, I think that ideally the thing was supposed to be called Hit Me, right? Mm -hmm. As you said. But it was going to be very controversial. People didn't really know, like, hey, hit me up. And when, when the um, demo was played for Britney, she said that she got it immediately. She didn't take it as anything yeah. regarding to abuse. She was a smart she was girl. Like, no, it just means like I'm wanting the attention of someone that hasn't hit me up. Like she understood the song, so that's why she recorded it. Back to the music video. Well, it was shot on August 7 and 8 in Venice High School in California. Some people, I, you probably know that it was the same school that was shot Greece. Who doesn't love Greece? We love Greece. Everybody does. We stand. Uh, you stand. Uh, I love that. And, and this goes back to what we talked before. Like the video was premiered in MTV and November 26 in 1998. So it was literally almost 11 weeks after the actual release of the song. Um, do you guys know that all the outfit that Britney used, she bought in Kmart? <laughs> like, literally, yes, yes. It, it didn't cost, they say that it didn't cost more than $17 each piece. That's what Nigel I said. I love that. Yeah, I just read that today, too. <laughs> uh, and I was like, it's, it's good to know that a Kmart <laughs> outfit could be iconic. And I get it, like yes. the gym apparel that she's outside in the court. You know what I mean? And doing, you know, her gymnastic, gymnastics routine. Um, it so does funny. look like a Kmart outfit. 
it's iconic because Britney was in it. Let me ask you both of you a question. Let maybe Fontana can uh, answer first. What did you think when you first saw the video? Like, what was your reaction? I was wowed by the performance, and it was at school, and it was our life. So we were going to school every day. So I think when you can relate to an artist in a point, like, because I've always loved to dance and sing, and when I saw her mm -hmm. at school, I was like, she, I want to be her best friend. You know what I mean? In, mm -hmm. I think it was just, it was the right song for the right girl and it was full of energy and we could see that she could perform you know me growing up i don't remember the artists like that i used to listen to before britney spears but i i don't recall them being performers i don't remember you know any um i don't know she had it all she had she had like magic when i described baby one more time when i saw it for the very first time it was like magic for me in in my situation like um that I had at home in my life, music has always, and Britney Spears especially, they have always had this place in my heart that, you know, it was like escape room, it was my safe place. And when I listened to Same. Baby One More Time, it was the very first, it was love at first sight, because it was there, the very first second, I can, it's hard to explain. Mesmerized, how about that's how I, I describe it as mesmerized. Um, I'm like trying to think. How about you Tim? Go for it, I, I don't think, I don't remember seeing it for the first time, like, and I'm sure I was five. Um, but or maybe heard I remember the like the song being around. Like I remember visiting my cousin and his next door neighbor um, had the CD and played it on her boom box from window to window. There were neighbors just for <laughs> us to listen to the song. And I remember saying again, again, and again. I was five. So that's what I remember of the song itself. But I do remember um, seeing her on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which was an American. <laughs> so iconic. Because I, I used to watch that with my parents. Um, and, that, and they were friends, right? They were yeah, friends. They were she was on a crazy music video. Time. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just remember that. And I, I kind of grew up on MTV, so I was kind of always around. But I, I'm sure when I was a kid, I didn't understand, like, the shock value. I was just like probably thinking, I'm like, this girl's so pretty, and she's like dancing in the courtyard, and I don't know. I did, I, I don't remember much as a the child. However, like now looking at it, I, I just get mesmerized. Like I'm like, especially that basketball scene that she's like looking at the boy and her basketballs in her hand, and that she's like looking so dramatic. It's the backflip! Like, oh, oh my god! Oh my god! I just want to. There's so many scenarios that I like. I pretend I'm in that Picture scene. Picture yourself. Like looking at yeah. him and then looking somewhere else. I don't know, like dramatic. <laughs> so yeah, what about you, Felipe? How do you answer that question? I, I had a very interesting story because, I again, I first saw Britney in 2001. So I missed all those years before. So my first time when I actually heard Baby One More Time was the, at the festival. So to me... Were you there? Like, Hit me, the baby. Were you there? No, no, no. I was actually watching on TV. Okay. okay. I was like 11 years old, 10 okay. years old. Oh, you're... Okay, yeah. cool. Oh, my God. We were, we yeah, were connected so, back then. I was watching yes, the same girl. festival. Yeah, high five. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, high five, go on. Um, I saw her, like, at the moment when she was... Dun, 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 I was like, oh, my God. What this... Is, who is she? And I remember just... They were showing on TV when she was like, hit me, baby. Hit me, baby. And then she took... Like, she strips off. Like, pieces of her, off her costume off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Showing some skin. Oh, I'm my assuming. God. I went crazy. I went crazy. So then, that was the first time I actually heard the song. And then, in that year, um, I remember buying a record. Like, 
it was a legal record. Um, people just put like all like mix of songs. It was only like a collection of songs of Britney. So it had Baby One More Time, the whole album with mixed with uh, Oops I Did It Again. And I didn't know like the chronologic like mm-hmm. single of, you know, her discography or whatever. And that's when I just, and then I Google, like, I don't know if it was Googled, but maybe LimeWire. That's how I download the video. And that, and I was just, that's what made me like fall in love with her. That's my story. Where are you from in Brazil, Lipe? I never asked you that. I'm from Ponta Grossa. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ponta Grossa means Ponta t- Grossa. <laughs> Ponta Grossa! <laughs> you know what that means? No, I'm lying to you. I don't you know. know. What, what I, I've means? been to Brazil, but I've never been to Ponta Grossa. He, he, he hasn't been to Ponta Grossa, but he's, he was on Ponta Grossa. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Ponta Grossa made a thick, a thick point. Uh, like a thick uh, point. Uh, <laughs> let's just say, so if, you're, I, if you're Brazilian, you got something. <laughs> You got that. <laughs> but actually, I'm from Prudentopolis, which is a really small town. But when I say Prudentopolis, nobody really know where it is. Okay. So Ponta Grossa was like where I actually graduated. And then I say Ponta Grossa, but you know, it's understand. also fun. Like, you know, Cute. A, thick, a thick point. <laughs> um, what else do we know about the music video, guys? Um, Felicia. Felicia was there. Was the teacher. <clears throat> Was the teacher, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, she was. This is a fun fact. If you guys see, if you see Amy, the video, at the end when she comes out with the pie, have you guys noticed that those two kids are actually wearing the outfit that it reminds of Baby oh, On My Time? Yeah, I, know, I noticed oh, I the girl, know. but not the boy. Yeah, the girl. The yeah. girl's in pigtails. Have you guys yeah, noticed yeah, that? I have. Um, the first time that Britney sang the song live, it was in Singapore. Um, this was back in May... 16, 1998. Actually, you, if you go if you go to YouTube, you can see the performance. It was really wrong. No was choreography. So just no choreography. in a microphone. It was so cute. Have you guys seen it that? It reminds video? me of like if someone was gonna go sing at their prom, or if someone oh, was gonna yeah, go but- sing at like in their high school gym and everyone's watching. In the- <laughs> It just reminds me of the, like the most simple performance. When you think of Britney Spears, you don't think of this performance unless you're a super, super <laughs> at all. But uh, apparently, that um, performance was a showcase for some executives. Like that's Ooh. why that's why apparently it's like very weird huh. to the whole scenario and everything. She sings another um, song on there, and she's only sang it once. What song was I it? I think sometimes, and it got it all. Is she it sings sometimes. All? Yeah, you got it all. And also in the next year in Woodstock. Festival, Britney did a little appearance, and that's where she first sang for the big public. Um, and that's when the whole lip sync started. She did record some pre-vocals, and in certain parts of the song, she was starting to sing live, and that's how the whole thing started. Uh, I mean, as we stand up, we know that we don't really care about that. But, but at that time, it was, it was big news. Was like, oh my God, this yes. girl has the audacity to be lip singing yes. at Woodstock 1999. It was, I mean, I do remember, I mean, we used to get all the slack for the, the three of us, so, yeah. 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 The following year, she performed Baby One More Time in several awards, the VMAs, the EMAs. Um, she was actually in Grammys, and she was nominated too, but I think she didn't win, right? She lost for, she lost the Grammy for the... the Best for, New um, Artist. She lost for, I think... 
Christina Aguilera. Yeah, right? she lost to Christina Aguilera for Best New Artist, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think she was nominated for another Grammy that year. But correct me if I'm wrong. But she obviously lost it. Do you guys like the version that she did for the ABC special, the jazz, which ended up going to the Onyx Hotel tour? Turn me up just a little. Turn me up. Baby, baby, one more time. Hit me, baby, oh, baby, I love that. Give us a live vocals, girl. <laughs> I, I love it and I hate it at the same time. Because I love it because really? she was... I think she loved it a lot. I th- I could really see Britney, like... Enjoying it. Perform. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. as a uh, Baby One More Time lover, we want the original version. You know what The I mean? original. Uh, do you guys like when she puts the crazy mixes to the music? Like, you know, I don't know... I don't know if it's the femme fatale or something. Baby One More Time was so weird. Like, it didn't even... With the motorcycle like part? It was it, right? With s Yeah, she did a motorcycle with s Or maybe S&M it was the circus. On... Or maybe the circus. The circus tour, it was like a jazz kind of update. The, I mean, actually, yeah. the... Actually, no. The, the circus was the most, like, normal version, I guess you could say, that mm-hmm. she's performed. Because it was jazz-inspired, but it was, like, the normal version. She just... I mean, Peace of Me was literally just the song from the CD. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mixed her in with, and then it ties into Oops. Exactly. I, mean, I just think it's funny, I mean... and I just noticed that, like, she's, like, throughout her career, that song, you would think it would always be the encore, but starting mm-hmm. in the Onyx era... And, you know, that's when it starts the songs. That's when she starts putting it in the middle. And, like, it's weird. It's her biggest hit to date. Yeah, like, In Peace of Me is performed in the middle of the show. And Onyx is performed in the middle of the show. Circus hits closer towards the end. And then Femme Fatale is in the yeah. middle again. So, um, but I know there's a lot of versions that I, I actually like the remixes. I mean, the Dream Within a Dream version is iconic to me. Oh, I love that one. That is um, amazing. <laughs> in the rain. You had the chance to uh, see in person, right? Yes, the performance oh of it all. So I've sexy. Get... Oh my God. <laughs> yes, we I wanted we to love... be on that stage. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody wants Exactly. That. <laughs> I want to dance with her on stage. And then um, uh-huh. I could grind like her. And then I loved it. This is like kind of like a more of a stand, but like the Eminem version um, it, mm-hmm. it does like a pause. It is, and she like pauses with her neck back and her hair showing, and she just, and then she goes on the floor. I love it because it's original, but yet it has like a new remix to it. But I don't know. Like sometimes the remixes are good to it that she performs, yeah. and then sometimes, like I wasn't a fan of the piece of me version. Yeah, I know. The only problem for me is that her vocals are the very young Britney vocals, so mm-hmm. it doesn't. For me, when I watched it, it doesn't match. The Britney I say today, mm-hmm. because you know it sounds like young Britney, and mm-hmm. it feels like you know when you listen to Work Bitch, the newer songs her voice has changed. You would like to see like the original. No, I could understand that, and or yeah. original vocals. Like I think people have that. They're like, oh wow, like Britney Spears still lifting into the, her sixteen-year-old voice. Um, yeah. But I mean, who can we get her into a studio to do a pre-recorded version and like a newer <laughs> version? Because what they're doing now, especially well, not now. Yeah. she's currently not performing. But in Peace of Me, yeah. they did get the sixteen-year-old version of the song, and yeah. um, they like pitched it. Like, they made it, like, yeah. a higher pitch, so it's, like, you can't... Yeah. I guess the non-super stands can't tell. Um, yeah. But, no, just... Get, can you guys... Come on. We give you guys thousands of dollars just a year to, for Britney the yeah. brand. Can you get her into a studio and 
Yeah. Christina Aguilera does it. The- she made a new version of Genie in the Bottle for her greatest hits collection, Why Can't Britney? She did? Yeah. And I mean, I on Femme she was singing live with her voice. We could actually hear Britney singing mm-hmm. Baby Nor Time, like mm-hmm. on Femme Fatale. So you know what I mean? Fatale. When I have that memory. Some places. I, I love that. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. It's just different. But of course, we, we stand. We love that. We love 16-year-old Britney vocals. Come on. <laughs> so what's your favorite... Baby One More Time performance. Um, start with you, Fontana. What's your favorite? Wait, was the one with the NSYNC performance on VMA? Oh, yes. And she brought this. No, yes, it was. VMA, baby. It was the American VMA. Disc Awards. VMA, you're right. VMAs. I, because I was a big fan of NSYNC as well. And then she brought this cool on stage and she had this kind of like, oh my God, that long blonde wig. Now, here. Here, I love Extensions, it. Oh my god, whatever it was it was hot. It was super hot. Me as a drag queen, it I want that hot. hair, honey. That, that was... <laughs> I love that. The... How about you, Tim? Yeah, no. Um, I do remember, by the way, seeing that as a kid live, the VMAs. And oh my I was god. like, shut oh, up! Wow. Like, in sync, and like, I'm like tearing up my heart with Baby One More Time. It was like everything. But no, I think uh, another like one version that I actually totally forgot about and I wanted to mention was I remember seeing the live that NFL kickoff that she did in 2003. Oh, I um, love that version. And it, like they tied yes. it in with Slave. Hit me, baby. Mm-hmm. Hit she me takes off the so hit me one more time. Hit me one more time. Oh. So good. I, <laughs> so I love that version. I'm taking it so, off again. <laughs> <laughs> but no, She's for sure, for sure, hands down. down, favorite performance of Baby Warmer Time is always going to be Dream Within a Dream, just because it's like yes, oh my all God. you want yeah. in a Britney Spears performance. Yeah, that show is everything. I love it. My favorite, I, I don't know if you consider a performance. <laughs> it's the interview she does with James Corden on the on the, the karaoke. Oh, really? The car? <laughs> carpool the car. Car- oh. carpool karaoke? The carpool, car- carpool karaoke. Did she sing live during uh, that part? I mean, she does She does sing Baby on More Time. She does. She gives a very nice, like, high note. Oh. And then she does, yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> to me, it's my favorite. I love that. Oh my! Can we talk about how amazing wasn't that interview? The whole the carpet period. It was great. Yes, I oh love God. it. I love I, it. I, I, I think she was just herself. Britney during the glory era was like the spark that we were missing for Prime. quite. A few years. True story. So, That's so true. She was so pretty. She was kind of like not too robotic as she used to. Um, I just loved that. It and felt I like the old Britney when... to a certain extent. Like the yes. Britney, the yes. personal Britney, and the, the witty Britney. Because we didn't get those during, you know, no. especially, especially Femme Fatale, Britney Jean era. No, I'm just saying that it was very clear to see on stage, like the week after the release of Glory, her energy was just like, boom. It changed. It changed mm-hmm. completely. 
end the show like she was in Vegas back then. But I mean, mm-hmm. it was just so nice to watch because I, we could see that she genuinely liked that album and it was personal in a way. You know what I mean? She was there and I was super happy yeah. to see that. Yeah. It felt like, she said it she, felt like when baby. she said that that album was her baby, it felt like that era really was her baby. Um, versus when she said Britney Jean was her most personable albums a day. And it's oh so God. underrated. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's bullshit. And also it was so underrated by people. Like I feel like Glory should have been number one. I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but Glory is one of the records that I can... Okay, but let's just talk about that the fans really did a Justice for Glory campaign. Yes! Mood Ring would not be on streaming platforms. Guys. Fans didn't come together to, you know, support the album again. And now it's like, I feel like it's a newly discovered kind of recent album for people. So I'm about it. And some people that, you know, because I'm always listening to Britney, sometimes I play Glory, they don't even notice it's Britney until I say, guys, this is Britney Spears. And they're like, oh my God, this is so good. I haven't listened to Britney in years. I'm going to listen to it right now because it's so good. Um, That is really amazing to see. And the whole like mood ring situation, it's super crazy because I stand justice for mood ring for so many years since the moment I listened to it for the very first time. Uh, I've been listening to it over and over and I was super sad. I couldn't find it on Spotify and I actually connected with uh, the songwriter and believe me or not, she went on studio on June 10th to record, and that's my birthday. Uh, oh, and, this, and, and And gag, the songwriter, her name is Melanie Fontana. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I love that story. By the way, shout out to Melanie Fontana. She's like my cousin, not from the same family, but from the heart. <laughs> and she's, she's the songwriter for Mood Ring. And that is just crazy because when I listened to that song, I was like, oh, my God, how come this didn't make the cut for the song, for the album worldwide? And then I really wanted to listen to it. Of course, we downloaded it, but I mean, it was just available in Japan. Through all the years, more hashtags like Justice for Motoring came out and I was so happy when that actually came out. Do you guys like that song? How do you like it? Oh, my God. (laughs) It's a bop. Who can he, how can he not love that song? I played it for so many people, and they were like, this is Britney. And this is before it came out on Spotify. They're like, why can't I find the song? I've looked it up. And I was like, oh, it's not on YouTube. And if it is on YouTube, it might get deleted in a week. So here it is <laughs> on YouTube. Listen to it. And then I would send them like Vimeo links to it. And But that's just too much for like say- non-fans to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. And when she says, it's the only bitch, it's Britney. Oh my God. She recorded that line, Lippy. Can you imagine? Um, The songwriter said that Britney was on studio like for 30 minutes to record the song. So she went on studio knowing the song. So she actually just went in there and recorded her vocal. So, and it was super quick. So that means that she really knew all the lyrics. Um, And that is super cool to know that she's been, you know, even through... I don't really know exactly why they released it right now. We probably know why, because of the free brainy movement. They really need content to make, you know, that yeah. cloud in front of all of the, the news are coming out. I really hope I really hope that is not that was not intention. I really hope genuinely that you know, Brainy wanted that song out because we wanted. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't explain yeah. why the new album cover was, you know, released. I guess you could say, or the original yeah. album cover. Yeah. Um, That's gonna be a conspiracy theory. Brittany, <laughs> never gonna. We know. cannot decline that she was in chains in that photo. Yeah. So it does yeah. feel like it was like. So if they were trying to avoid, you know what I mean? Why would they release that? That, especially that album exactly. cover. I'm just. I. I don't know. That's an answer we hopefully get later on. 
the truth. We will find a record too. Yeah, the further record too. Oh my god, we need that. <laughs> Can you imagine? And just you know, to end it up about the fun facts, this year Rolling Stone magazine, she they released a list of the top. I don't remember now if it's the top a hundred, the top two hundred um, albums that debuted as number one. And guess who was in the first? Who guess what is in the top? It's Britney Bitch. It's Britney with Baby one more time. So it's. It's very one. good Thank to you. know that even nowadays she's too iconic and relevant. She and is. Thank you, Rolling Stone, for recognizing that. Now, it's not every day that actually Rolling Stone... Uh, I, I mean, we know the polemic about her cover. Um, you know what the I'm talking 07 about? The like, cover? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, so. what, and on top of that, that it wasn't the nicest story on Britney, especially since right? Rolling Stone has really been a part of, a huge part of Britney's career. Always got the most mm-hmm. exclusive, the most photo shoots. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Britney has to be the most person, like celebrity on a I, Rolling Stone cover. It has been cover. in cover, yeah. The cover, it would not I surprise so me, too. especially exclusive stories. So the way they did her dirty in 07 wasn't nice. But I'm willing to look past it. Uh, the worst part, yeah. when you analyze the media, uh, on, on 07, you really know the ones that some of them just wanted to sell magazines. And some people mm-hmm. like were really, um, really worried about Britney Spears, you know. Uh, but for me, like Paris Hilton, blogger Paris Hilton. Oh, Perez, um, Perez, my bad. Yeah, the yeah, Perez, Perez, Perez. Perez Hilton, Perez. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, girl. <laughs> yeah, I never, I, I really don't understand how he was uh, really, you know, in a position of showing all of her scandals. And then he was on her intro of her, cir- I mean, everything yeah. ab- ab- surrounding the circus area was like uh, polemic. And it was all about, you know, being the center of attention. Controversial. Um, so I, it's hard to read all of these people that are in media talking about Britney Spears. But Rolling Stone, what I mean is... If there was any like magazine or any uh, platform that would have to care about Britney Spears because she's been there a lot, you know, she was responsible for so many of their success because she's successful as well. Mm-hmm. And when you see the 07 piece, I mean, the way they portrayed the whole thing, it was really sad. You know what I mean? They could have done so much better because she deserved so much better. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's she another did. podcast, um, the E Pray Britney Girls. Um, they did a full episode dissecting that interview. Um, I don't know. It's a good refresher um, to kind of get remotivated on our love for Britney and re- get re reminded that like how people were mean to her. And yeah, like that's... even Glee. Do you remember, guys? Glee, like the mm-hmm. first episode, is the most uh-huh. watched in the whole Glee like yes. history, and the second one, mother, right? Yeah. And then you just get, I mean, the second episode they made about Britney, it was just like making fun mm-hmm. of her mm-hmm. moment. And they apparently, they, of course, that, were, that was what people were expecting from the first episode, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just had to give that to the audience so they could. Again, do you want to know exactly. a fun fa- another quick fun fact? Her team had mm. to give approval in order to use that audio. So that means they had to read through that script and they gave approval. <gasps> For the first and the second one? First and second. Wow. That is, that is, in order to use Britney's songs, you have, you need approval. Just in general. That that is crazy. The first one, I think it's really amazing and iconic. I Mm -hmm. loved it. But the second one was like, why? Why did they do that? I think, I think they wanted to show that like, oh, Britney was a mess, but look at her now. Mm -hmm. I think so too. By the way, I can't Turned forget about it. it. I was talking to, I actually guested a, a TV show in Brazil 
um, uh-huh. in, in July with Pablo Vitar. Oh, the- we're stands. We all stands. And I, ha- <laughs> I had to que. ask her. Uh-huh, right? I'm I'm Kenga. <laughs> I had to ask Pablo what was Pablo's favorite Britney song. And she actually mentioned that her most streamed song on Spotify last year was Baby One More Time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my, that's so good to know. <laughs> yeah. The whole video is on my Instagram if you, if you guys want to check it out. But I, they were like, okay, what do you want to know about Pablo? I was like, there's only one thing I want to know. What is your favorite Britney song? And then we sang Britney. <laughs> we actually sang Baby One More Time together live on television. So please I need to watch make sure now. to check it out. Uh, I need to. And if you guys don't know, I mean, other than our, if you guys don't know who Pablo Vitar is, um, it's a huge pop artist in Brazil who's be- seen a lot of world success. And she's a drag gorgeous, queen. first off. Um, I think we all aspire to be her in some capacity. Yeah, she, she's actually uh, the most followed drag queen on Instagram, more than RuPaul. She, yes, she's bigger than RuPaul. On, on Instagram, of course, right? Yeah. Uh, when it comes to following, Which, yes. And it yeah. makes sense. I mean, that's her generation of people versus RuPaul's people yeah, a little. So. I love RuPaul, by the way. We stand. Call we me mother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, cool. So now we're going to kind of change things up again. We just want to get to know you a little bit more, Fontana. So we're going to break Ooh. the ice. Ice. Right. <laughs> so good. Oh, I like this part. Yes, I knew we shouldn't have to wait. Do you want to sing our I'm here sing now. Our kit? <laughs> I was just singing what? the first part. I shouldn't have kept you waiting, but I'm here now. Ooh, <laughs> can you take it? <laughs> oh, All right. That song, this Break the Ice. I love it. And I think she loved it because on, on, I went to Vegas for the first time to see her, and she was an energy bomb on stage on Break the Ice. It was so cool to see. She mm-hmm. was. And it's not one of her was, greatest hits. I think hits. that was the point. To, to, to right? sing that yeah. song when it's not one of her greatest hits, she definitely chose that one. Um, yes. So you kind of started answering this question, but when did you start following Britney? I mean, I was very, I was a kid when I got to know Britney Spears, but when I was really engaged, I can, I can say that, it was when I was like 13 years old and it was like 2006, 2007. Um, and then we, I got more personal when it comes to all of those news we saw about Britney so of course we want to know what's happening what's going on so I engaged more right before blackout and it was before I was not a kid anymore I was like a teenager so that was when I got more engaged into everything and I started understanding things yeah moving on with the questions what's your favorite Britney album that is so hard to answer because you know it was like Ryan said in the other episode every album is a different era and I was in a different moment in my life and it's very standard to say blackout but when I think of it it was when I was you know finding myself it was when I was coming out as the person I am I remember I wasn't allowed to say bitch at school because it was like it, it was right when Moore came out and it was like it's Britney bitch and I wrote I remember I made this t-shirt where I wrote it's Britney bitch you know what I mean and my English teacher ran after me at school and she was like you're not allowed to wear it so I actually ended I had a, the worst trouble at school because of Britney oh in multiple <laughs> situations <laughs> I mean it is dead it is dead yeah but I, I really love Glory I mean, nowadays, that's the album in the morning. When I wake up, that's the album when I play. I love every single song. Not a big fan of Private Show, I must say, because it's very <laughs> high. 
yeah. It's very high, but I mean, that's, I mean, I love circus a lot, and I love, oh my God, in the zone. I love, it's very hard to say. You love all of them. So right (laughs) now, you're listening, most rotation, yeah, like you have the most ties to blackout, but um, right now at the moment, it's glory. I listen to glory a lot. That's true. What's your favorite single? My favorite single. So guys, that is the craziest thing because there is a song called Unusual You. Oh, I love that song. That's not, that's, was never a single, but you know. Wait, the fans wanted it to be a single so bad. I mean, I think it was in a couple of countries in Europe or some places. Like a promo single. Yeah, Yeah. I think it was. And I remember when Lady Gaga said that that was her favorite song in, in the Circus album. And when I listen to it, I, I listen to those lyrics. I, it's just so deep and it's so sad. But at the same time, it's like an electro pop. Mm-hmm. Like when you li- look at it, like in a production um, field, it's so it's so well done. So I think if I listen to that song, I can I could listen to it anywhere, anytime. That song touches me and not everyone knows it. So it, it kind of makes it more special to me every time I listen to it. But from the singles, I must say Stronger. Because that was my anthem growing up, and I loved that music video. She was so hot. She was so amazing. I love the choreo, um, and those lyrics are everything. Stronger than yesterday. Yeah, when you wake up in the morning, nowadays, right? Um, when I wake up in the morning, that's that's what I want to tell myself that I'm stronger than yesterday. Some easiest, some days are easier than the others, but you know what I mean. We need to keep that always Amen. in our heads. I love that favorite tour. Oh my God. Oh, okay, so I, I saw Brainy twice, like live. And once was in Vegas and the other one was here in Europe, a piece of me tour. Um, Vegas, I told Felipe that um, it was before Glory. It was not at the beginning. It was probably 2014 or 15 okay. that I went there. And I, I felt really sad when I was there because not because, oh my God, um, I paid money to see Brittany and she wasn't there. But, you know, as a fan, when you see that something can be self-destructive to someone, that's why I got worried because she was literally, I thought she was sad. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was so close to the stage. I was so close to her. Um, we could actually feel her sweat on our skin when she was like flipping her hair. So that's how close we were to her. And you know what I mean? She, she was, I, I feel like she was not happy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that made me, that was, of course, Free Brini already existed. But I was, I, I walked out of that show and I was like, okay, we need to talk about Brittany's, um situation with whole conservatorship because there is something going on. There's something mm-hmm. clearly happening. Um, but, you know, and then in Europe, it was after Glory. So she was on fire here in Europe. So the one the shows that I've seen, I love the European version of Piece of Me. And so randomly, I mean Pitbull opened up for her. Like I was like, how It was so much fun. Or as Brazilian Pitbull. exactly. I mean, how random <laughs> was it? And I remember, I mean, so he was fun. looking at me and pointing at me at the whole show. I was like, what's happening? My friends were like, What's going on? Is he in love with you or what? But anyways. Um and that was the show that actually the news called me to talk about when I, when it was announced in Sweden. And so that was really special to me as well. And, uh, but from her career, I must say Dream Within a Dream is my number one favorite. Like I could watch that show over and over and I'm never tired of it because it's just a masterpiece. And what's your favorite music video? Oh my God, so difficult. Just pick one. (laughs) 
Oh my god, baby Fontana, like little gay boy Fontana, it's updated again. I I so wanted a red suit like that. But growing up Fontana, I live for work, bitch. I think that's just so amazing. I loved it. Um I love the sharks. I love the dancing. She looks so gorgeous in that visual. Oh, she yeah. she looks beautiful. I love the whole Las Vegas uh, sensation. I I love it. I don't know, it's difficult. But okay, production-wise, because I'm an artist as well, when I see all the outfits, when I see all the choreography effects, work bitch. Yeah, I can understand. You have the personal title to oops. But work bitch <laughs> yeah. is like, you the artist. You could like, like, I want to do this. Yeah, exactly. So You got it. <laughs> we are very, very pleased to have you here because you're actually a singer. So you can relate to Britney. Because not asking too much, I would love to see if you can... Sing a little bit of Britney. Any, An acapella, any whatever you want to say. <clears throat> An acapella. Um, let me think about something. I'm not warmed up. <laughs> um, show me how you want it to be. And tell me, baby, because I need to know now what because my loneliness is killing me. And I, I must confess. I still believe when I'm up with you, I lose my mind and give me a sign. Hit me, baby, one more time. I was going to sing the and I part, but I was like, no, I can't interrupt. I cannot. I I had no idea how it went, but well. (laughs) <laughs> no, it was so good. It was Thank really you, good. baby. <laughs> I follow up question. Yeah. If you were going to sing a Britney Spears song and make a cover of it and make your own version, what song would you do? Would you choose Unusual You? What would you do? I think I would go for Mood Ring. Um, I could see so you random. making that. Like, especially listening to Be A Star and Body. Right. I could definitely right. do, see you doing Mood Ring, but like more of like an electro kind of dance. Yep, yep. You got it. You, you got it. Because Mood Ring is like yep. sensual, but like you, yeah. it could use some a little bit more. Like you can mm. add up. Yeah. yeah, it was like you Mood Ring went up. to a strip club. That's how I would do Mood Ring. I actually do on my shows. I start my show with Work Bitch, and me in between the show, I do Give Me More, and I always choose someone from the audience to go up on stage and I do a lap dance on that. Oh, so I. Oh. <laughs> We want that moment. Oh yes, God. come to Sweden, please. I mean, all my shows got canceled this year, but hopefully next year uh. we'll be back on track again. I remember when I started this tour, I had like half of the show I was going to do Brady, but they were like, okay, Gabriel, but not everyone, you know, the audience is waiting now because of the shows you participated. They, the kids don't know Brady, so you can't do too much Brady at the same time. So I, I wish I could do more Brady on my shows, but I do already a little bit. If Britney was listening to this podcast and you had the opportunity to leave her a message, what would you say to her? Girl, we're with you. Don't be afraid. We, You're not alone. Uh, I have a song that says that you were not alone. Together, we are strong. And uh, like that. that's all. I, could, I mean, people tell Britney probably everything all the time. It was the same thing when I thought about going to her meeting grades here in Sweden. And I was, I haven't, I haven't got it, gotten the chance to, to go to a meeting grade, but I was just thinking what I would tell her because people tell, I love you all the time. You're amazing. We love you. You know what I mean? 
But what I would tell you was just like, like, girl, you're not alone. You know what I mean? Count on us. We are here for you because she's been into our life for so many years. And she's been literally guiding me every since I started listening to her songs. So the only feeling I have for her, I don't. I don't know how to explain, but I'm just very thankful for Brittany. And I, I just, I would like to tell that to her. Aw, that's nice. <laughs> it made show, me like, she would respond. <laughs> Thank you response. so much. Enjoy the show. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, no, just, no, I'm no, just joking. No, no, no I wouldn't. Would I don't know. She would say, thank you, sweetie. Oh, that's <laughs> sweet. Probably. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, that's what, that's what she told me after I told her everything. Like, Brittany. <laughs> Inside the show. No, no. I think, I think. her, Timothy? I have not met her, but I okay. do know that those, like, if you just think of, like, just how to stand out a little bit and take thought, thought and just talk to her kind of like a friend and not really an idol, I do know that she reacts better um, in those scenarios, oh. I've heard. So, um, but yeah, no, I plan on meeting her, but I think, I think I would need to do your approach and just, like, take a step back. Just make it relaxed because if you do like a light freak out, it's not going to go in your yeah. favor. But so. the problem is being a big fan, it's so hard not to freak out, right? Because you're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this is my biggest icon. How not to freak out? Oh my gosh. So yeah. it, it's crazy. You got to place it in her shoes. You know what I mean? Just right? like think yes. back. You're like, okay, how many people does she meet already? Oh my God. How many people yeah. does she meet a day? Oh my God. There's 10 people in this room. Like, there's let's just like one. try to place her in her shoes. But I, I remember I told Felipe, I did the same show last year, like 30 times. And I was tired of the same show over and over. Uh, with all respect to everyone that came to my shows, love you guys. You were amazing. I really, <laughs> I really support you, and I but really it's true. love you it guys. True. But you know, doing the same thing over and over that is so tiring because it gets yeah. the same. You know what I mean? It's like an office job. You go there and you do the same thing mm-hmm. every night. Yeah. And, and you, hit this to-do, to you hit the check marks on your to-do list. Yeah. All right, performs exactly. this song. I did the strip tease. Then, okay. I met, at one point, I met 2,000 people on a meeting grade after a show on a festival. <gasps> and it was like, you know, it was a free meeting grade. So usually after the shows, I just go behind the stage and I meet everyone that wants to meet me. Oh. And then I was like, I was there for four hours meeting people. And I, for a little second, I mean, I didn't feel like Britney Spears, of course. But, you know, when you feel it's kind of automatic that everyone... Um, I mean, you, you literally, I mean, I was so tired and I was exhausted and I was meeting it's a lot of people. Time. So you just get to be professional because I want to give them the best experience with me. You know what I mean? So, of course, but after a while, you just get, oh my God, you know, it's, it's a lot. You know what I mean? You have no energy to give anymore to anyone and you just have to keep going. And then you put a smile on your face and you kind of get the, hey, sweetie, how are you? Goodbye. Thank you for yeah. coming. You know what I mean? It's natural. It's it's yeah. it's a human being there. You know what I mean. So it, it even is if we that think I, it's robotic, sometimes sometimes yeah. that's what you have to go to in order yeah, to exactly. come off genuine. That's a that's exactly. a valid it's point. True. And yeah. sometimes people come at you like you are your biggest idol, but you know you never seen the person before. Yeah. So I don't have that that emotional connection to the person. But I, me as an artist, I I want to do my best to um, give back that energy and the love and to show that that connection is real. Uh, I remember when BSTAR um, was featured on Billboard in America for the very first time. And I started getting fans from the US for the very first time because my audience was mainly in Sweden because of the TV shows I participated. And I saw that the approach of the Americans were, was completely different. 
You know what I mean? I was getting the gay boys that go out in the clubs in the U.S. They wanted to follow Fontana. The LA guys. Yeah. And here in Sweden, it was like all the kids, you know, that watch their TV shows with their families in their living rooms um, on a Friday night after school. So you just learn how to live with this audience. But at, after all, people will always be people. And, you know, we're humans. We need our time to breathe, to think. And, you know, Brittany's so strong. She's just so strong. And I'm I'm certain that she she will get her freedom very soon. Yes. Let's hope. Thank you to Felipe to introducing us to this podcast. And thank you for Bye. taking the time out of your schedule. I know you said you had a chaotic day. Again, we're on a time difference. So uh, Fontana is in Sweden really and we're in the that. U.S. So it's the middle of the day for us, but it's a, getting a little late there. But just thank you so much. It means a lot to us. And you're, hopefully this podcast continues on. But at the end of the day, this was for us. Um, <laughs> this it. was fun. This was like it. hanging out with your friends and... Right? You're running one of my girlfriends in my mind. Yeah. I love it. I want to thank you. Muito obrigado for being here because I know, as she just said, your schedule. And I really like, oh my God, the first person needs to be Fontana. Thank you, She lives in Estocolmo. It's everything related to Baby More Time. So I'm so happy that you were here. Uh, We love you. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Felipe. I'm a big fan of yours. I'm so glad we connected. I love Aww. your videos about Britney Spears, and I'm, I'm, I'm beyond honored to be here with you and Timothy doing this. You guys are amazing. I love Aww. listening to your first two episodes. I'm wishing you all the best and all the success. We really need you guys. We really need this material. That's, I was like, um, this morning listening to the second episode, it was like an hour and something, and it was just so quick because you guys were, your connection is great. So please keep Aww. doing it. I, I love it. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for your support. And thanks for having me. I'm Fontana a stand. We're so stand. We stand, stand each other. I stand you. You stand me. We stand each other. Yes. Amen. <laughs> God me. If the listeners wants to follow you, where they can find you? At. Yes. I'm Fontana on Instagram. And it's Fontana on Twitter and TikTok. On YouTube, you can find me also as Fontana. Or you just search for Fontana. Be a star. Fontana body. You're going to find me there mm-hmm. as Touch well. My body. You got to see those music videos. Hot. Body. Trust my body, hold my body, trust my body, hold my body. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you you so much for you that listened to the end of this episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can find me on my personal Instagram at Lipeservat and... I'm just telling you guys out there. I'm like, please follow them. They're so <laughs> you can I mean, send nudes to all of us. You both, your, your beach pictures. I was like, oh my God, where are they? Excuse me. Why am well, I'm not there? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think listening to body, I need to do a dance video to it soon. So I'm going to come up waiting. with something. I will tag you obviously, but no, my Instagram Amen. is, I'm only active mainly on Instagram and sometimes on TikTok. Um, both of them are Tim O Spears, no spaces, and our new Instagram page for this podcast. Please give us a follow. Is Original Doll the podcast? Um, and on top of that, if you're listening to us on Apple, um, please leave us a review. Um, I apparently that works in our favor, and uh, we could get this podcast out to more Britney fans around the globe. And if you have a Britney Spears friend or fan, go ahead and send them send our podcast over to them. And we want 
you guys to just stay interactive because yes, this is our podcast, but at the end of the day, as long as you're engaging with us, it is our our podcast. We are all friends all right. here. So cheers. Until next cheers. week, we'll go to the next single and yes. I'm Bye. so happy. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank Bye. You. Bye. Do you want to be featured in our podcast? Send us a DM on Instagram. And hit that record button and send us something. You actually might be featured on a future episode. Baby, what you see is what you get. Hi, what's up? This is Britt, and I'm not in right now, so do your thing. Beep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hi, Timo and Lipe. My name's Drew. My Instagram handle is I came for the buffet with underscores instead of spaces. Just listened to the recent episode of your new podcast. I love, love, love it. Um, love Brittany the Sagittarius. So glad you had her on. She's great. I adore her. Uh, I'm from Wales, uh, a town called Swansea in the UK. Um, hashtag free Brittany, the Welsh branch, I call it. Um, I'm driving around in my car all around the town in South Wales with a free Brittany. Hashtag free Britney's bumper sticker. People have beeped me, shouting free Britney, and taking photos of my car as well. So I'm spreading the word. Thank you for what you're doing. Uh, love you both. Love everyone in the free Britney movement. Let's keep going. Um, yeah, great. From the UK, from the Welsh branch. Yay. Let's free Britney. Woo.